You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Most teams that are not contenders have accepted the fact by now and are looking toward 2017, and the Padres might be one of the most interesting teams to be paying attention to as far as teams that aren't going to the playoffs. So let's talk about that with A.J. Casabell. I'm Allison Sutter. Uh, A.J., uh, I have a few questions. One, um, Andy Green's message to the team appears to be pace yourself, stay in the present, and he doesn't want guys to look at what they're doing now as like a 2017 tryout. <laughs> but how, how is it possible for these guys not to have that at the back of their minds, especially some of the young players that want to show what they can do? Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they're all kind of viewing it that way in, in one sense. But I think more than anything, they're just uh, – Andy doesn't want them putting any maybe added pressure on themselves for the rest of the season. Time 17, he's trying to carry your roster spot. Well, that's one way away. You can't really control that down the road. He's trying to keep the focus on the here and now. I mean, he's well aware. He basically spent his entire major league career competing for a roster spot. So he's well aware of what's going through those players' heads, just kind of trying to put them in the best position to succeed, I think. Yeah, okay, so um, I'm looking at John Heyman's uh, weekly column, and he just, like, goes in such depth with every single team. I cannot imagine how much this man has to be on texting and on the phone and writing. But uh, that's an advantage for all of that because he throws a lot of interesting stuff out there. And one of the things that he threw out there was uh, that Yasiel Puig might be a good organization, a good fit for the Padres. He needs a new team. Um, I think he's worn out his welcome in L.A. I think that's putting it mildly. Um, so these things are fun to, to sort of throw around and consider and make a bigger deal out of them than what they should, probably should be. Um, but what, what do you think about that? Does that? Would that make financial sense or any other kind of sense to take a flyer on him? I mean, I'm not, I'm not so sure it would make financial <laughs> sense, but I think it would – I mean, you, you said it, it would be a fun thing. It certainly would be playing each other at the year. Uh, so there would be kind of that angle to it. Um, I I don't see it maybe as as a as much as a fit almost at all like as, as like Heyman does. I think uh, Padres have a lot of young outfielders who they want to give time to and kind of see who will uh, who will kind of emerge from that group and bring in a, a he's, he's not a veteran exactly, but he's a guy who's kind of already proven himself and you know what he is. Uh, might not it, it might kind of clog. Uh, the, the past for some guys like Hunter Renfro, uh, Manny Margot, Travis Jankowski has been playing well recently. Uh, obviously, Alex Dickerson out there who's kind of in the same boat where he's getting his first pace this year. So I don't see that as a great fit. Uh, in terms of would it be a fun fit? Absolutely. And the, uh, it, would, it would make the NL West just that much more interesting. It's already a pretty interesting division. It would add one more kind of element to the, to the Southern California rivalry. Yeah, I mean, the other thing, like, that the, the thing that's the most obvious with all of this is the reason that he's not with the Dodgers anymore is because he's not productive, he's got an attitude problem, and he hasn't really taken care of his body in the way that the Dodgers recommended for him to, to stay fit. So it's not like, I mean, there would be all kinds of, like, silly reasons, I mean, reasons why the, him going to a team that seems to be a cohesive, I mean, everything that you read about the Padres are at least all on the same page. The players seem to have a really good attitude, even with all the losing. So when you put, when you put that, it's just those factors in there alone, he makes no sense. Yeah, and that's that's probably a, actually a bigger reason than the one I just mentioned. Obviously, they want to find playing time for all the outfielders, but they kind of don't want to get away from what the organization is doing going forward. Um it seems like everyone's on the same page, and obviously they've been losing, but they kind of they haven't been putting the talent on the field that you kind of that you expect them to be in the playoff hunt right now. Uh, so they're kind of they're obviously building for the future, and 
as an organization, talent-wise, they've got a lot of that at the lower levels, and they, I don't know if they want to maybe mess with that in terms of uh, bringing in a guy who might be volatile uh, for, toward the mental state of the club. Now, looking at the sort of the international signings, the uh, Padres spent a lot of money, and this is basically why AJ Preller was hired to be their general manager. I think everybody knew that coming in, like when he was hired, like he basically uh, worked magic uh, with the Rangers, and um, and they really they have to exploit that area um, in order to be able to um, not only be competitive on the major league level, but just be able to maintain like you know just a moderate payroll and still win. Um, so that's like, you know, a part of an element of, um, you know, I guess with a team that fans might not pay as much attention to, but certainly um, you as a reporter, I mean, you're, I'm sure that you can see like what they're doing sort of cooking behind the scenes and that has to bode well for, for the future. Yeah. Everyone's really excited about the money they're spending on the international market. And it makes sense. If you, if you look at some of the contracts they've unloaded, they basically use that money they saved internationally. Um, I think, People might be uh, now. These are these are moves that aren't going to pay off for probably half a decade. So we're not going to. There's going to be no instant gratification here with with the signings they're making. But they're making some pretty big signings. I want to say uh, they have eight of the top 30 international prospects, and they've signed somewhere around 30 overall. So that's that's a huge infusion into your system. Uh, and I think the one thing that that you've seen within the organization is, is people are genuinely excited to see. Uh, so what, what's happening at the lower level now? You're, uh, I know AJ Preller uh, told me that he's, he's more anxious than ever to kind of get his nightly reports from the coaching staff at different levels because there's more talent than he's ever had in San Diego. Um, when you look toward 2017, I mean, let's just, like, break this down. Like, starting pitching, bullpen, lineup. Like, who's, like, one player from, like, each category who could – be like the biggest impact player like next season, like somebody who maybe you think like might have like a breakthrough season, someone who's really built on something this year and you expect that to be carried forth. Um, if that makes any sense, like is there like a starting pitcher that you think could maybe be more of an anchor next year? That's a good question. I think I'll, I'll start by kind of going starting pitcher and hitter. I think Austin Hedges behind the plate when he gets called up, he will, he will impact both. He'll be uh, he's, he's huge influence on the pitching staff. He's uh, been one of the best defensive catching prospects. And from all reports, he knows how to handle a pitching staff uh, extremely well. So I think he, he'd be kind of a major addition. In the rotation, uh, someone to maybe look for, uh, Brad Hands had a fantastic year out of the bullpen. Uh, they, they cleaned him off waivers right at the end of spring training. And he's been great out of the bullpen. There's been some talk of potentially moving him into a starting role. And from what I've seen, and this isn't an expert's opinion by any means, but he has the stuff that could that could turn him into a starter. He started in Miami for a little bit. He says he wants to be a starter down the road. He's a left-hander. He's got the fastball, slider, curveball, so he's got enough pitches to do that job. I think maybe he'd have to throw his change up a little bit more. But he could be a guy that could potentially step into the rotation because there's going to be going into the next season. There are just going to be so many spots available in the um, the pitching staff as a whole. I don't know. Maybe like maybe only like a third of those spots will be definite going into camp I think so it'll be a wide open race I think maybe he could inject himself into it yeah and as far as the lineup goes actually the lineup I mean that's probably um that's been kind of a bright spot right I mean they've had some they've shown some power um Will Myers the difference in his home red splits is amazing um, I was just reading about that that's like crazy um how much better he is at home than on the road but um anybody that like stands out as someone who might really you know take the reins next year as being like that middle of the order anchor 
Uh, well, Alex Dickerson's kind of done the job now. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, he, he hits the ball so hard, and he makes such good contact all the time that he, he and his, his, his swing's so quick that you wonder, like, the, the, the kind of baseball phrase is always, well, when they figure it out, can you make the adjustments? He seems like the kind of guy who maybe could, uh, at least from what we've seen so far. Um, I think one of the more interesting things going into next season is going to be the second base race, uh, Ryan Schimpf and Corey Spangenberg. Uh, when Corey Spangenberg gets healthy again, he's, he's missed pretty much the entire season with the with the torn left quad. If he gets healthy again in time for camp next season, uh, he, he the Padres love him. They love his talent, and there's kind of he does a lot of different things. He plays some pretty solid defense. He can run and he can hit and hit for power. So uh, get him. Well, Ryan Schimpf's the better power ball over the last few months since he got called up. That'll be a fun race. There could be maybe another space for them. Who knows? Because uh, they can both, uh, they both played third base in the past. It'll be interesting to see going in. But I think uh, both Spangenberg and Schimpf could, could have a big impact on the lineup next season. It'll be interesting to see who emerges if that race indeed occurs. Awesome. Okay, good stuff. Thank you so much, AJ. We'll catch up with you soon. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.